Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. Together, we're cultivating real conversation, real community, real lives. Join Tammy Brown and Melody Workman of Sandals Church as they discuss real issues and empower women to cultivate truth, live out their faith, and connect with a community of kindness. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Melody and I are here. You can't see us, but we're sitting on couch together. Me, post-COVID. Mel still hanging strong. It's like no surprise that you didn't get it. It's like... Don't speak it into existence. <laughs> no, but I mean, thus far. Yes. You know, I mean, it's been 10 months. I know. But honestly, it's like it knows you're an eight. It's, <laughs> it's not the competition I wanted to win, but if I do, I'm not going to be sad about it. I'm glad you're doing so much better, for real. I, I you know, I feel, um, for everyone listening, like Matt and I had COVID over the holidays and pretty much for the entire month of January, which is why this episode is dropping at the end of January totally as fine. opposed to the beginning because we were home sick. You know, our situation was a little interesting because I, I think we actually got cold flus and then mm. um, potentially because it, it's been about six weeks. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, obviously we're so fortunate that we're okay, yes. you know, um, but it still was a really tricky thing to navigate. Um, Do you remember when I that. saw you Christmas Eve and you were like, I'm negative, it's fine. And then we were <laughs> like, I'm positive. And I was like, it's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fine. And it, it was, <laughs> except that you did get sick and you guys had a yeah. bad bout with it, but I am yeah. grateful that it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah, that's why so I'm like, better. I feel ridiculous complaining because obviously, like, we're, yeah. we're on the other side of it. And um, we had really great care. Mm-hmm. And um, but at the same time, like, especially for Matt, he he really did. He turned yeah. into pneumonia and it got really tricky. But all that to say, here we are. Here we are. Melody's still <laughs> winning COVID. <laughs> I feel safe and secure over here that I've had it. And now I know the worst case scenario for me was, okay, I'm, I'm, I made it. Um, not that it's a laughing matter, but just as our personalities are so different. Um, but, you know, here's the conversation that I want us to have today with the women listening is, um, you know, we just kind of went from 2020, you know, thinking that 2020 was going to be a year of just like such like fresh vision and inspiration and Mm -hmm. like, um, and then it was just like such a dumpster fire (laughs) in so many ways. Ways you never thought. And, you know, when we had our semester last fall, we, I, I joked about what if we look back and go, those were the good old days and yep. we didn't know. Yep. And now we're <laughs> into 2021, not even one month, and we're all like, 2020 seems like a cakewalk <laughs> compared to what's happening for, you know, for some people even still. I had um, someone on our team tell me, I feel like today's December 52nd. It was like January 22nd. <laughs> That's right. And I was like, yeah, kind of. Well, and the funniest meme that went around was 2021 sounds like 2020. One. one like one, and I, I was like, we should just skip to twenty twenty two. So true, so true. But you know, every year when we like New Year's Eve comes comes and goes. Side story, I was the worst on New Year's Eve, and it's I fought okay. with Matt. I know. So. I remember that text. <laughs> but now I know it was COVID yeah. because everyone I know who's had it says they have a day of rage. Mm. Tiffany and I were talking about like this day of rage and COVID. And then later you're like, oh, oh what was that? that was, but that, I have that without COVID. <laughs> Sorry for my family. <laughs> but it's a real thing. I think it's the fatigue, the mental. But New Year's Eve for us was our our roughest yeah. New Year's Eve ever. Um, and we were very, very sick. But, you know, at New Year's, typically – you know, there's the big party, and then there's the big song. Yep. The old, old Lang sign is how that's pronounced. Yep. And a few years ago, Matt and I got talking about just like, what does that even mean? Like, we sing it, no one no one actually knows. Everyone's making out by the time <laughs> that song comes out. Everyone on. knows, like, the first few lyrics, and that's it. But so we actually looked into 
some of the history. I mean, it's it's a song based on an old poem, but really sort of diving into the idea of, you know, should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Um, and then it goes into old Lang Syne, which means like days gone by or the past. Mm. And so it's really sort of going into the idea of what, like, we're moving forward. We're transitioning into a new space. We're transitioning to a new year, a new season. And um, what needs to be left, yeah. you know, from the days that have gone by? Because we can't chase those days. We can't bring them back. We can't do them over. Right. And so that really has got me thinking about as we're going into 2021. I mean, we're, we're a month almost into it now. And looking back onto 2020, here's the conversation that I want to have. And, and the thing I want to get um, the, the women that listen with us and join us to be thinking about is what has gone by that needs to be left behind? Hmm. You know, what, what, and now, now, because we're a little delayed in even having this conversation, what, have, what are we carrying into 2021 that we need to leave in 2020? Mm. You know, what are the things that, that need to be left behind? Yeah. And so I'm just curious your thoughts on the idea of <clears throat> if we're not intentional and we're not careful, we just carry all our baggage. We just keep dragging it. Mm -hmm. And I think a place that I'm hoping personally to be in in this next year is, is just some, some, to leave some things. Yeah. To, to stop carrying some things that maybe God doesn't even want me carrying anymore, mm -hmm. that I shouldn't be carrying, they're too heavy to carry, or there's just no point in carrying them. Yeah. And and what does that look like? So we have some questions to go through, but what's your first thoughts on that? Well, it's I don't want to give too much away, <clears throat> but um, everyone needs to um, hear um, PMB's message this weekend. It's Oof. it's fire. Melody and um, I listened to it this yeah. today as he recorded. <laughs> I I had Pentecostal um, flashbacks. And, and for reference, yes. it, this is this will be the last weekend of January. Yeah. So if you listen to of twenty twenty one. So if you're listening yes. at a different time, you can go back in the archives and yes. listen it's, to this it's message. It's the last weekend of January, it's his message. Mm -hmm. Um but he says something that is so good and it's so countercultural and so relevant to this conversation, which is um there's this worldly view that you can't change who you are. Mm -hmm. You just, so whoever you are, or whoever you think you are, you just need to accept that and we'll all celebrate it. And, you know, there's, there's parts of that that you have to kind of go, wait, really? Is that true? Because, um, I, I want to make changes in my life. I have made changes in my life. You have. So I think that where that's relevant to this conversation is too often, we sort of go, we sort of mark ourselves by those unhealthy things that we do. Mm -hmm. I'm just anxious. I just worry. I just eat emotionally. I just can't have friends. I just, and we just kind of, we, we, we throw that label on and then we keep it rather than going, maybe I can stop emotionally eating. Maybe I don't have friends because Proverbs says, I haven't been the best kind of friend there is to have, so I don't have them, or I, I don't do vulnerability, mm -hmm. or um, I don't have to, you know, therapy, we've talked about it before, anxiety is something we choose, like I'm choosing to be anxious, so I can choose not to be anxious, mm -hmm. it's just this idea that we can change, mm -hmm. and so I think to what you're saying, we need to move into 2021 saying, what needs to stay back there and mm -hmm. what do I need to change? Yeah. Like not just mentally, <clears throat> but like how do, how am I actually going to habitually with accountability leave those things behind and pave a different path moving forward? Yeah, I, I agree so much. And I, I think when we talk about this idea of being real with ourselves, God and others, let's talk about the idea of what does it look like to be real with ourselves and that. And I think those are the, that, that's where you have to ask yourself. Yeah. What am I carrying? Am I carrying offense? Am I carrying sin? Am I carrying bad habits? Am I carrying unhealth? Mm -hmm. You know, and um, and what are some of those things? Is there is there a feud with a friend? Mm. Is there a loss of relationship? Is there a hurt feeling? Mm -hmm. Is there a disappointment? Yeah, that you you white knuckled that sucker all of 2020. Yep. And do you want this next year 
to just follow suit or do you want to, and this, I'm asking everyone listening, do you, or do you want some freedom from that this year? Mm -hmm. You know, I know that I, I can look back and go, I can't, I can't make this circumstance different. Yeah. So why am I carrying it so much moving forward mm -hmm. when I can't change it? And now I'm weighed down in, in this new season right. that God has for me. And so that's what I want the women listening to think through, um, Today, maybe take some time with God after, you know, we're done with this conversation and think when you're real with yourself, what are you carrying yeah. that you need to lay down? Mm -hmm. It needs to be left in the past because that's where it belongs. Mm -hmm. It needs to be left in the past because that's what's good for you. It needs to be left at the foot of the cross because only Jesus yeah. is going to heal, reconcile, change. Yep. It just needs to be left. Mm -hmm. Like what needs to be, you know, um, laid down. Yeah. And I think women, you know what we love to do? We love to carry. Mm -hmm. We put babies on our hips. We put problems on our hips. My problems, your problems, yep. their problem. Like we just carry. Because if we don't fix it, nobody will. <laughs> is the nah, truth. Is the truth. <laughs> Actually. But um, I love, I love this verse that I think for myself personally, this is a verse that I, I want to tend to as I think through reminding myself why this matters. And it's Hebrews 12.1, and it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, mm. and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Mm. And, and that's what I think of the idea of like, what what needs to be forgot? Mm -hmm. That old acquaintance be forgot, never brought to mind. It also translates to the days gone by. Mm -hmm. We can't go back. And so we press on looking towards that. And so when, when it says in the strip off every weight that slows us down, mm -hmm. I just can't, I, I can imagine that every single person listening immediately has something yeah. or someone or, or some loss or relationship or something that they're like, can you go to God and say, I'm ready to lay this down? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, what is that thing? What's the thing that needs to be left behind? Yep. What do you think for you? If you, if you were like, if it was just me and you and no one was listening, <laughs> <laughs> what what would you say that? Yeah, something you know when you're real with yourself mm -hmm. that you need to to lay down, leave behind, and move on. Yeah, it, it's for sure the need to control, the the need to um, manage, and the anxiety that goes along with that. You know, eights. Mm. The the phrase for eights is we don't have to be in control, but we don't want to be controlled. Mm -hmm. But actually, we're always like, who's in control? <laughs> like, like that's the question we're mm -hmm. asking. So if a situation, um, a relationship, a circumstance feels even like it's manageable but could get out of control, man, that can I can spiral so fast. Mm -hmm. I can be living out whatever's going to happen because I'm not in control because I'm mm -hmm. and I read something just the other day and I was like oh my gosh this is so good and it said um fear no worry is the fear that God's not going to get it right I was like oh. the, <laughs> I'm like oh. worry is the fear that God's not going to get it mm. right and I'm like that is where we live that's where I yeah. live so often um because I think I've I've got it figured out. I've, I've mm -hmm, got it. Like, mm -hmm. here's how this should work out rightfully. Mm -hmm. um, and so laying that down. And and I think it's it's important to say uh, a lot of these aren't one-time things. It's mm -hmm. not like I, I laid it down. Yeah. It, there's a daily surrender involved in laying something down because the enemy knows that we're worse off carrying it. So he's going to continue to bring mm -hmm. it to mind. He's going to mm -hmm. continue to accuse. He's going to continue to go, yeah, but that's still your thing. That's still your thing. So we have to get into the habit of laying it down again. Yeah. I'm laying it down And here. it might not be every day. Yeah. You might, because I think that that this is how I tend to process is I'll feel like I, I do really well for a while mm -hmm. and then an overwhelming. Yeah. So I'm not like every day, but I do think like 
oh, I'm laying this down again, set yep. it down again. Yep. You know, I think for me, if you and I were just privately talking, which we probably <laughs> have privately talked about this, um, I, I think for me, one of the things that I really need to lay down um, and, and leave behind is some broken relationships. Mm. You know, I have some broken relationships that I can't fix. And the truth is, I'm not sure that fixing in the way that I maybe once imagined would even be right, Mm. you know? Um, And so my perception of what fixing looks like, um, I I need to, to leave some of those and trust them to God and trust that they're, they, it, it, the sorrow and the heartbreak, like I've grieved it. Yeah. I, I've wrestled with it. I have, I have bemoaned it. I have mm-hmm. everything. And now I'm ready to set it down and, and, and move forward. Yeah. And so I, I think I have some broken relationships that need to do that. Um, I think on a bigger, like if I was going a little broader, one of the things that I'm going to pursue laying down. And I've been told that this tends to happen when you're about my age. So it makes sense, but just my extreme people pleasing, Mm. you know, which I think is actually tied into some Mm -hmm. of the broken relationships of my need, my thought that if I just keep everyone happy, yep. And even my best in some hasn't been enough. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, what do you do when your best wasn't enough to yeah. keep people happy? Yeah. Um, it can really take you down. It's a heavy thing to try to navigate. And as I've wrestled through it, I, I just, that's what I think is like, okay, I spent 2020 in a place of sadness mm. and grief and a heaviness. And I think I'm ready to lay that down, you know, that is not God's best for me. Mm -hmm. And the truth is like in that verse, like don't, you know, we get distracted by that, by the sin that, you know, ensnares us and traps us Mm -hmm. of, because then I'm just like figuring out, trying to figure out, trying to manipulate it to be a certain way. And maybe God just saying, let that go. Yeah, I'll work that out in its own time, in its own way. Let it go. And when I step outside of myself and I look around, I can, you know, as people are sharing, I'm like, you need to let that go. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for us to see what other people should like. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And we know what's wrong with you, <laughs> you know, but, and that's, that's why I was like, you know what, let's, let's, I want to encourage the women who are listening to, uh, to this episode to think about You've probably been carrying something heavy, mm-hmm. especially coming off. I mean, you may be listening to this, God knows when, but if you're listening to it fresh into 2021, after a year of pandemic and race wars and politic wars and pandemics and virus wars and just a heavy, heavy year, um, I'm sure you carried some things and, and maybe even you brought some things from 2019 into, into 2020, 2020. <laughs> you know, what, what, if you had to say, there's one thing I'm going to lay down and mm-hmm. put to rest, it's days gone by. I can't go back. I can't fix it. I can't undo it. But I have to keep living my life and pressing on towards what God has for me. What is it? Yeah. And if, you know, some of you might have immediately had something popped up in your mind. Some of you might need to pray and think about it. Some of you might need to ask a best friend, a girlfriend, like, Hey, if, if you, if you know me, because mm-hmm. clearly you probably lament on it like a broken record. I know right. I do. You know, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, what, what would, what do you think I'm holding on to mm. that as someone who loves me, you think I need to let go? Yeah. I guarantee ladies, every one of your friends probably has something that would fly off of their tongue. They're like, to we're say, glad you asked. I want you to let this go mm-hmm. because I love you. And so if you can't think of it right away. Or even if you can, I encourage you guys, reach out to a trusted friend who mm-hmm. you know loves you and say, what's something you see me carrying yeah. that you don't think God is God's best for me? I need to let go. Yeah. I mean, what a place of freedom for women mm-hmm. yep. to have. And and what what an authentic, practical way to cultivate this scripture yeah. into your life of pressing on, letting like go laying aside. and laying aside. So I love that. Okay. I'm going to, I want to go into a different little direction with it. So we just talked about how do we get real with ourselves a little bit into praying, you know, or, um, how do we be real with God about this? 
I think that's the next step. What would you say to women about a practical way to engage God Mm -hmm. for letting something go? Because, you know, we can go through the motions, but then we're secretly still carrying it. Yeah. Like, how would you encourage or give wisdom that you have for women to like, when you go to God about like, God, this is heavy Mm -hmm. and... And maybe even get real enough to say, and the truth is, I don't want to let it go. Yeah. Some of us like being mad. We like holding that offense. We like to hold on to those things. Yeah. And we'd rather go down with that rock under the or water. It just feels familiar. Yes. We yeah. feel like we don't feel like ourselves when we don't have that. Yeah. Because I mean, it's another... become such part of yeah. like a, an appendage to us. Yeah. And so what, what would you say to women about how to get real with God in the letting go process, in the laying down process? Well, it's timely because um, I just did a a chemical peel on my face. (laughs) And two years ago when I did that and I told that story in Cultivate Conference, I literally will meet women now that are like, you're the peel. (laughs) They remember because I showed a selfie that I took on the toilet that I had sent to you that said, dear God, what have I done? (laughs) Right. So I don't know how I worked up the courage to do it again other than that. Everyone has said vitamin D fights off the COVID, so I've just been in the sun, okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to do this again. I'm like, I can do this and I can handle it. And so it required me making an appointment, going. And in the initial process, if you ever do one of these, um, there's this thing happening on your skin and it burns. um, And and you leave the office and and you just kind of feel red and whatever. But then you wake up the next day and then the next day and the next day. And all of a sudden, you're, you're shedding. Like you're shedding skin. Mm -hmm. And underneath of that old skin is this new, beautiful, like fresh, not damaged skin. But that doesn't just appear. You have to go through a painful uh, peel and shedding process to get to it. I know that this last time, like I got a little bit of an infection. So I sent Tammy a picture. (laughs) And actually I just showed Matt and he was like, whoa. Like it was, it's like, usually I think you're really pretty. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) Um, I just looked at Melody with like this unspoken, like, I'm sorry for the way that sounded. We both know we meant it well. (laughs) I've never been so thankful for masks. Honestly, I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I get to wear a mask because it was so painful. So I had to get an antibiotic and then you were like, hey, you got to do this. You got to do this. There was a process to the shedding. It wasn't, it wasn't just like, I want better skin done. Mm -hmm. It was a process. I think that we can't undermine that when we talk about spiritual things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have this idea that I'm going to go to God and go, here's my thing. And there I go. I'm new. I'm made different. I'm whole. I've got this thing. And it's actually a process and it can actually be painful. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we go to God and we say, hey, I want to let this go. God's like, okay, in order to do that, you might have to confess a sin. You might have to confess a stronghold. You might have to make different decisions Mm -hmm. about that relationship you might like, here's all the things that you might have to do that are actually going to feel painful and uncomfortable, but they're necessary for you to get where you want to go. So I would encourage women to think about this like a spiritual peel, right? The, the initial process is like, ugly, but then as you start to, as you you start to kind of, you know, it's like, this is how long it's going to take. This is what it's going to look like. You have to just surrender to the process. Like Mm -hmm. I had no control over, I'm, I'm a slow peeler, everyone. So when it, when it's supposed to be done, mine keeps going. And I just like, that's that's just the mm-hmm. reality. I just have to wait it out. So I think as you start contemplating, what do I need to lay down? And, and God, how are you going to help me with this? We all have to just surrender to the process. Well, you know, it, even in you saying that, I'm thinking like, honestly, this has been Melody and I's week. Like we've had some things we had to do. And she's like, my face, oh my <laughs> gosh. Everyone, but You know what I'm thinking when you compare it to that is there is a particular tending to that happens when you get that kind of appeal done, Mm -hmm. which is sort of where I've come in with you of like, okay, here's how I want you to treat that. She saved my life, everyone. I told her I was going to sing Wind Beneath My Wings to her. (laughs) (laughs) On a a normal day, I uh, maybe I go to bed, I forget to wash my face, I forget to do the regimen required for my best skin. Yeah. But when you are in a situation like that, when you're in a peel, like you don't forget to put on the aquaphor or the whatever, because there's repercussions if you don't. Exactly. And I think that in this kind of thing, in the laying down, I think it's important to go, there's, there is a particular tending to that needs to happen. That's good. You know, attending to of like, I can't just forget my time with God when I'm in this season of laying down Mm -hmm. 
or when life feels heavy, mm-hmm. you know, I need to remember the routine, the tending to, the the steps that I take for my my best health care, yep. my best spiritual care. Yep. And so, and I think that's where we as women, it's just so interesting because we are literally like so about tending to our looks and our mm-hmm. personal, physical whether you're extreme about it or mild, like all, you know, women tend to just be more like I'm putting it together. But when it comes to tending to our, re- our spiritual like regiments, mm-hmm. we, we don't prioritize it in yeah. the same way. And I think that's, I mean, I haven't thought through it like that until literally this right this moment. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think that's a really great way to think about it is, yeah. is what is my spiritual regimen? Yep. What are the, what are my go-to's for my best whatever. Yeah, that you know, I know I can't glow. forget. Yeah. <laughs> for my best glow up. Um, Do you want to have a spiritual glow up? That's what we could call this podcast. <laughs> you know, I think though, like like you're saying, I, you know, for me, I have had to get so crazy real with God in this last year mm. because I was in a heavy place where I felt so weighed down and as you know, <laughs> um, I had to do a lot of, of real work yeah, and, and I've also had to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And this is the part that I think is, is important. And you kind of talked about that a little bit of, I've had to say, I've done, I've done the work the best I know how mm-hmm. I've been following a spiritual regimen, praying for people who've hurt me, praying for situations I can't control. And now I'm in like an, a later phase and I've like, and and now I'm setting this down. Yeah. And I think that because of the work I know God's done in me, I, that's why I think I feel passionate, if you will, about this conversation, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want that for women. Yeah. You know, yep. I just see so many women caring. And I, I had, I had some, a couple different people in a couple different ways say this similar sentiment to me that said, stop chasing that of which God has taken away. Hmm. And I thought, I I was so angsty. I, <laughs> I had some such angsty times, moments, weeks. And in hindsight, I'm like, I was chasing hmm. something God was taking from me. Mm-hmm. And I was tired and angsty because I was chasing something I shouldn't have been chasing. Right, right. You know, and once I stopped chasing, I was like, Catching my breath again. Yeah. I'm the world didn't fall apart. Mm-hmm. I'm still standing. Mm-hmm. Wait, I because I was chasing, I I forgot to see everything happening around mm. me that was so good. Yeah. And that's what I, I just want women to like we're we're entering a new year, maybe 2021. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe this year. Let's say it's worse than 2020. Who knows? Maybe it is. And yet, mm. maybe it's one of your best years ever because we cannot control all of the craziness around us, but right. we can control where we're at spiritually with God, mm-hmm. which is what matters most and what's our anchor yep. when life is a dumpster fire everywhere you look. Yep. And so I think, you know, that's what I think I've, I've had to go to God. I had to go to God consistently. <laughs> I had to go to God begrudgingly some days of like, I don't want to pray for this person. I don't want to pray for this thing. But you have promised me, God, mm-hmm. that if I do it your way, yeah, you've got me. Right. And it was, you know, now I'm like, oh, that was so true. He did, you know. But in the moment, there was some begrudging days of like, like dutiful, mm-hmm. you know, like dutiful days of praying. Like you said, pray for right. your enemies. So I'm praying for my enemies. You say, pray for people who've persecuted you or wounded you or whatever, and. Um, the more I practiced it, the less dutiful it became Yeah. Mm-hmm. until I was like not needing to pray for them anymore because I wasn't upset anymore mm. or hurt or wounded or, and that's like one small piece of the sure. pie that was 2020. But it, you know, it's just, it's one of the things I'm like, I'm done being upset mm-hmm. at some things and at some people and at some ways um, I'm done chasing some things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a question maybe people listening need to think about is, is there anything in my life that I am chasing that yeah. God removed and I'm like trying to grab back. Yeah. Because if we love God the way we say we do, if we trust him with our lives, if he's taking something away, do we not trust it's for our best? Right. 
You know what I mean? And, and then we're like, no, give it back. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not good for me. Give it back. I want it. And so, you know, I, is there something that you're chasing? Mm-hmm. So not, maybe now it's not just, do you need to, what do you need to lay down mm-hmm. and leave behind and move forward? Yeah. But are you chasing things? Something that God said, this, this not for you mm-hmm. because it's, maybe it's bad for you. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a job. Yep. Maybe it was an opportunity that you wanted that you didn't get and it didn't happen and you're chasing it when really it was like, God's like, I'm seeing around that blind curve that you can't see. Yes. And I don't want you there because it, that's dangerous for you. Right. And I don't know, maybe maybe that's a thought that women need to get real about with God. It's yep. like, God revealed to me, what am I chasing? Yep. Yep. That I just need to surrender and, and lay it down. There's There's also the idea too that, um, we love the idea of spiritual growth, but we neglect the idea of personal responsibility. Ugh. Like, I want to grow. I, I want to me so God, I want to be more like you. Mm-hmm. I want to do. I want. And then God's like, yes, like, okay, now here's what that requires. Mm-hmm. Saying no to yourself. Whoa, whoa. I just wanted to journal with yeah. my new calligraphy I don't want these to be a- <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to make this look pretty on my Instagram. I didn't right. want to actually... And it's like, no, I mean, go through the New Testament, go to the Garden of Gethsemane where you see Jesus surrendering to the will of the Father. Mm-hmm. I don't know that any of us have ever been so angsty that we sweat blood, um, but yet there he was. And it was like, this is the responsibility that I have to take on mm-hmm. to grow and to be who God wants me to be, to do what God wants me to do. Um, so I think we all have to take that to heart. It's not, um, it doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. It's something that we have to apply ourselves to. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I, I'm, I have a new appreciation for women who I think have it all together. <laughs> and it's, it's a really interesting take as I was like, now I'm like, I respect the work that you've had to do to have it together. Mm. And I don't think any of us really have it all together. But right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I look at some of my spiritual mentors and I'm just like, why do they have it so easy and I have it so hard? And I've just had this like shift in perspective of, I don't know that they've had it so easy. I think they've done the hard work. Yes. And and I'm seeing the fruit of that yes. labor. Yep. And I mean, a whole nother topic for another day that we'll probably talk through is it's shifted my perspective in, I want to make sure I'm doing the hard work now mm-hmm. so that my two young daughters mm-hmm. see the fruit, experience the fruit of my labor yeah. so that they go, I remember when my mom did this hard work yeah, and I see where she's at now. I can do the hard work. It's survivable. I've seen someone survive it mm-hmm. and it's worth it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. I'm sure you feel the same way about totally. yep. I've just And so now I'm just like, I don't know that women who we look up to, we think we have it hard and they had it easy. I just think they did the hard work. And we get to benefit from their wisdom. But we don't get a we don't get a pass on the hard work. And we get to choose though. Yeah. Do we want to do the hard work? Right. You know, this this is one of the things that it makes me crazy <laughs> when women, when people, not just women, but we're talking with women, when women act like they just they act like they have no say in the trajectory of their own personal, spiritual, relational, yeah. emotional health. Mm. And I think, if not you, who? Right. You know, and and, and I think that's why even though um, there's been some real dynamics of this ministry of Cultivate for me with of kindness and how I feel like that's been maybe manipulated mm. and used against me personally in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm motivated though to press on because I believe in the fact that I want to help women. I do not want to coddle women. Mm-hmm. I can't fix your life. Melody can't fix your life. And I, I know you're not thinking we can or looking for us to, but right. um, us just posting Bible verses on Instagram isn't fixing your life. You know what's fixing your life? You getting real with yourself, right? Getting real with God, and then getting real with others. You know, during I think that's and that's where I want to kind of segue into what does it look like to get real with others mm-hmm. when it comes to 
what do we need to lay down and leave behind yeah. and set aside so that we're going into 2021 with just a new intention, a new mindset. And I know that some of that for me came through when I was like, hey, here's what I'm really wrestling with. Yeah. And you could either say, I think that's good, or I'm going to speak truth into a lie I see you believing. Mm-hmm. Or here's, here's some other things to consider. You know, our conversations... And, you know, a handful of people in my life Mm -hmm. have really been like when I felt like I wasn't, I couldn't keep afloat. And you guys held, you held me just enough above water until Mm -hmm. I could start Mm -hmm. trying to swim again. If I don't know where these analogies are coming from. Your analogy, I'm about to piggyback off that. Really? Okay. Well, that makes me feel good. But you know what I mean? There was a season where I, I, I just, I felt like I'm sinking Mm -hmm. And you guys came around me and really were like, here's some things to think through. Sure. Maybe, maybe there's a tiny bit of truth in here that you can grow from. And, but also here's some truth. Yeah. And, and until you can paddle on your own, mm-hmm. we're going to keep you afloat. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I've encouraged the women listening right now, like either immediately what comes to mind or ask a friend what are you carrying that you need to lay down? Yep. Then we're saying, hey, go to God and say, help me lay this down. Pray to him specifically. I, he, you know, and, and even in that, just to, to backtrack a little, for me, some of those prayers look like I'm scared about this. Mm-hmm. I feel attacked. I feel embarrassed. I feel like humiliated because I carry, like I'm mm-hmm. keeping this. Right. Or... I wasn't wise, mm-hmm. you know, that's a little bit of a stinger when, when you're burned and you're like, oh, I stuck my hand in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, no one else put their hand in there. I did. <laughs> and, um, so I had to get real with God about that mm-hmm. and say like, like, God, I, I don't know that in a long time I've prayed scripture the way of like, you say you're my protector. You say you'll deal with my enemies. Yeah. You say you've got me. You know, you save good things for me. And um, I've had, I had to pray, like, you said this. I'm going to try to believe it. It's been a lot, of, a lot of days in Psalms this year. <laughs> me and David just like, wow, 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 whining and he lamenting. He was all over the map, and we were like, okay, it's not just women. Good to know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I was so that way. But, um, and then you guys. And so... I just think, what would you speak to? And I, I always love when you teach on this because I'm almost like, oh, when we're talking about the value of community, like I, I want you up. to. But when it comes to the process of laying down, once you've got real with yourself, you, you've given it to God, you've confessed, you've lamented, you've asked for his help yeah. to continue to set it down. What is the value then of getting real with others? Like, hey, Mal, yeah. I'm really struggling with this or I've been chasing something that God took away because he doesn't want me to have it. Yeah. You know, um, what is, what is, why does it matter that you bring community into that? Whew. That's, well, I feel pretty fired up (laughs) when you bring that up. Um, but I, I'm so glad you, you, you used the analogy of floating and keeping your head above water and that sort of thing. Um, I haven't thought through this whole sticky statement, you know, my thing with sticky statements, but Here's what's coming to my mind. I would rather be swimming in the deep with three than sitting in a kiddie pool with 30. Hmm. Swimming in the deep with three. Mm -hmm. And here's what I mean by that. It's real easy for women to get on Instagram and look at her. And she's got all the friends. Mm -hmm. She's got, and I'm over here. And really, they're going kiddie pool deep. They're, Mm -hmm. They're hanging out. They're laughing. They're doing whatever. But- they're not doing what you just described. In the deep end, in the in the dark places of vulnerability, which we've talked about, vulnerability is letting someone see into the closet of your soul. Mm-hmm. That's not happening in the kiddie pool. Yeah. <laughs> the kiddie pool is popsicles and frolicking. That's what's <laughs> happening there. Popsicles and frolicking. <laughs> the deep end Make is sure where- Make sure we title this podcast, Popsicles and Frolicking. <laughs> the deep end is struggling, mm-hmm. is treading, yeah, is, the treading. I'm I'm with you. It's it's your hard. Your feet are touching the ground. Yes, you're breathing. Like your your muscles giving out. Like it's the real. It's it's the dark room of friendship. It's where it's really being mm-hmm. cultivated. It's where it's really being formed. And so, some women listening might go, well, "I don't have friends like that." 
And then I would say, then I would start praying every morning, every afternoon, every night, God, I want a friend like that. And God, help me to be a friend like that. Right. 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 You and I have seen each other on, we just said it this week, on our <laughs> worst days, post peel, like emotionally spent, completely anxious. You've sat with me in my kitchen when I'm anxious because of my husband's health. I've sat with you in when you've driveway. been ripped apart. Yeah, like <laughs> we've we've been there. We, mm-hmm. We're doing that hard work. You don't get to that deep place of community without that. Mm-hmm. You don't get, like you don't get to go to the deep end without getting into the hard stuff. So if you are by nature a woman who's like, I'm not getting, getting to my hard stuff, then you're not going to have those kind of friends. And that gets to be your choice. Right. And that, that's what I go back to. Like we can't coddle, we can't fix you can choose that. Yeah. I, I wish you wouldn't. Right. I, I wish that you would choose differently because I love you and I I want better for you. Mm-hmm. But some women just will choose that. Yep. And there's also one who say, maybe I've tried. Yeah. And I've been yeah. burned. And listen, I've got those wounds on my back. You've got those scars too. But I've also said to people sometimes, you know, I've had a bad doctor but then I kept looking till I found a good one. I didn't just stop going to the doctor. No, that's so good. So it's the same with yeah, friends. Yeah. Like I, that burned me. But there's other women out there, I have mm-hmm. to believe, mm-hmm. who love God. They're imperfect, but they love God and they're seeking him. And they can be a good friend to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And so I get that women that are listening are all over the spectrum with friendship. And I understand that it's difficult. I just, I want to challenge you with that kiddie pool analogy of, mm-hmm. If you're only going shallow, if you're just going, you know, 12 inches deep with your friendships, you're not going to get to this level of real that we're talking about. So you've got to be willing to go, hey, I'm not okay. Or, hey, I'm inviting you to speak into my life and Mm -hmm. and tell me what you see. And you Mm -hmm. don't invite everybody, you know. There's, There's criticism that you've taken from people who don't know you. So in my life, they don't they don't get a, a pass to go, hey, Tammy Brown, here's what you need. From afar, the, here's what they think. Yeah. But the women who really know you, who are close to you, mm-hmm. you open yourself up to their feedback. You ask for it. You mm-hmm. want it because you know that we love you and vice versa. You know you have an open door policy to speak truth into mm-hmm. my life at all times. So I think women have to be wise about what community really is. Mm-hmm. And then once they're like, okay, here's what it is. Now I'm going to pursue that. I'm going to be, be become a person that people want to share with. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to become a person who's receptive to feedback of what people share with me. Well, and that's what I think is so important as you're talking about that. I'm just thinking of the idea of what I don't want women hearing us say is you should be able to go to every friend you have and be like, I'm not okay. Me, 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 right. me, me, me. Let me tell you from firsthand experience that... I am the better friend, the better person when I've done some working out and tending on my own with God Mm -hmm. in his word so that I'm not just coming. I'm not saying don't be a mess or have a messy day. Right. (laughs) But, but you, we work our mess out with God Mm -hmm. primarily first Mm -hmm. and then we, we don't put it on others to carry. We put it with others to, mm-hmm. to help steward yep. together, if that makes sense. And I think that, you know, sometimes I see women get into a bit of a problem where they're like, well, I've tried with women. But it's like, you... You, you vomited. Uh, yeah. And over and over <laughs> right. and over and over. when and, and people feel like, but you don't listen. We've given your advice. You haven't taken it. You know, Um you you say you want to get better, but then you you don't make any changes in your life. Yep. And I'm just saying, if you're if you really want to grow in this year, if you really want to make some healthy changes, if you really want to move into a new place out of where you've been, mm-hmm. a new place with God, which hopefully we're all wanting to move into right. new places. There is a way, and it starts with identifying what you need to lay down, mm-hmm. sins, wounds. Um, for some people, like I did this year, I got into counseling, mm-hmm. you know, um, boundaries. Yes. I mean, we are going to have a whole different discussion, a different time on boundaries, but my biggest healing, I think, right now, real time, is coming in the in the midst of boundaries mm-hmm. that I have been very wobbly on yeah. for the last five or six years. And so, you know, boundaries, 
um, people don't like other people's boundaries, especially if it (laughs) infringes on what they need or want from you. Especially when they have no boundaries. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Your boundaries are offensive. Yes. And so um, I just, I just want, Anybody who's listening that wants to do this, I want to do it with you. Yeah. You know, I I want to, I am committed to laying some things down so that I can be a better pastor's wife here, Mm -hmm. a better mom, a better friend, a better someone that can speak something into anyone's life. Um, You know, I'm not saying, hey, go do something I'm not doing. Mm -hmm. If you want to do this, I want to do it with you. You don't have to. You don't have to join us. You don't have to be a part of it. You can... Join the bleacher section of women who criticize what we do at Cultivate, right? And talk about like there's 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 this, there's all kinds of different seats at the table, <laughs> but for me moving forward, and I know that you feel um, such a similar way. It's like if you want to grow mm-hmm. spiritually, if you want to, I'm just going to go for it. If you want to go spiritually wise, relationally kind, <laughs> emotionally healthy, healthy mm-hmm. connected in community. We're here for it. Yeah. If you if you don't, that I, I pray you come to a place where you do. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, every day of your actual real life is going by. Yep. And you're in a place that just God wants to deliver you from, mm-hmm. and you're clenching down, holding on to not go. And I have been in the clenching down, holding on. But God, I don't want to lose this person. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with this issue. I don't want to hold a boundary because it'll mean I'll lose this person or right. have to deal. I have been there. And at the end of it, found myself mm-hmm. in such a miserable, unhealthy, unsatisfied, dead yeah. in my spirit place. Yep. And so I think, you know, I, I'm not strong. I don't want to strong arm anyone into doing this, but I want to offer you just some thought, some food for thought of what do you need to lay down? Mm -hmm. What do you need to leave behind? Maybe you've been carrying it for years. Mm -hmm. Mm. Maybe it's something specific. Maybe it's a few things. Maybe you do some kind of activity where you literally write it down and set it down or put it on a post-it and put it in the fire or put it on a rock to represent. You've been carrying something heavy Mm -hmm. and... And start working towards the process and go to God with it, Mm -hmm. confess about it, ask for his help, and then tell someone that you, it doesn't have to, if you don't have the best kind of friend, I'm sure you can think of someone in your world that you could at least say, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm committed to, to grow. Yeah. And here's one way. And it's going to start with, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing to lay down mm. and walk on yeah. in this way. And so I think that's that's a first step. Yep. And it's it's progress. And there's something that you said earlier that I think if we said, hey, what's what's an immediate, like an immediate next step? Like we could turn off this podcast and do right away. Um, we I had a situation a couple of weeks ago where I felt really hurt by someone. And while I was sitting in the freshness of it, I picked up my phone to call you. And I heard the voice of God say, we haven't even talked about that yet. Mm, yeah. That like, yeah. and I put my phone down and I told you a week later, I'm like, yeah. I'm so proud of my, like <laughs> I put my phone down and I closed my door and I wept and I cried and I was like, I'm hurting. And I spent that time with God, um, could have vented and you would have been great. It would have been listened and we could have, but. And I probably could have also perpetuated in yeah. ways that, yep. and inflamed. Yes. <laughs> And that's, like, <laughs> that's a, that's a, such a real thing for women in laying mm-hmm. this down mm-hmm. is go to God first. Mm-hmm. You, that's what you just said. Yeah. Like I went to God and I was with God and then I brought in a trusted circle. Mm-hmm. And so you're let immediate. Us, let us not get that. Twisted. Twisted. Yep. Don't lay it down by Hank getting rid of this podcast and going out to wine with the girls. <laughs> Maybe that's a cool, fun thing that happens, mm-hmm. but make your first thing that you do after listening to this and identifying whatever it is, is get alone with God. Mm-hmm. Talk it out with him first mm-hmm. before you invite even others in your community into it with you. Mm-hmm. Here's a little bit of encouragement and just some of God's word for everyone listening. And um, I mean, this, this is Paul. Like we're saying like, here's what to do. Here's what he says. I have not achieved this, <laughs> but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past 
and looking forward to what lies ahead. Mm. I think the good part of the good news of God is that he has good things planned for us. Yeah. A life that is full doesn't mean it's devoid of hardship mm-hmm. or lesson, but I just think forgetting what is past and moving on, we can't undo what last year looked like. Yep. The things that we carried into last year that now we're dragging into this year, let's press on. Like mm-hmm. let's, that's, and I'm just going to read that reference for you guys. Um, Philippians 3.13, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past, looking forward to what lies ahead. Mm. Um, that's what we want for you guys. We want we want to encourage you to cultivate these truths from God's word into your thought life right now mm-hmm. and, and put some practical application to cultivating God's word into your life by doing these things. What do you need to let go? What do you need to leave in the past from the past? Yes. So that you so that what who God always meant for you in your future can come to fruition. Mm-hmm. So good. So on that note, you guys, um, we're just so grateful that you join us. You know, hopefully this goes without saying, but um, we have such a heart for you and for women at Sandals Church, and we feel just honored that you join us. Um, you know, going into last year, it was a very off and on year when we could be together, not be mm-hmm. together. But, you know, there are a few things. If you find these conversations to have any kind of meaningful truth yeah. to um, do whatever it is that <laughs> needs to do so that this can become and and be available to other women to listen on the podcast. But also, if you can join us by following along on Sandals um, Cultivate Women and share this so that other people go, oh, I didn't know there was a conversation yeah. on that. Because here's the thing. You don't know someone right around you in your circle, maybe this isn't the conversation that you needed to have, but they did. And if you share it with them, maybe they lay down the very thing that's been keeping them in captivity Mm -hmm. for most of their life. And so if you guys could just be sharing this, if you could remember to pray for us um, as we try to do our best, just so that we're stewarding and tending and ourselves in a way that's honoring to you Mm. we would we would appreciate that so we love you guys and we look forward to our next conversation be good see you guys 